Welcome. This is Karen Modakaitis, and you're listening to How She Really Does It, the place where inspiration and possibility meet. In today's episode, I'm going to talk to you about what you want in disappointment. As a deliberate leader in our lives, we're all leaders, whether you have the title that backs it or not, we are all leaders of our lives, and we get to choose. Do we let life happen to us? Are we going to be deliberate and really create the life that we want? So as deliberate leaders in our lives, as people who become clear about what we want and then go out and pursue it and ask for it, then the next step is (laughs) the shit storm (laughs) that happens. We think, okay, I've done all this hard work. I've figured out what I wanted. And that's something I help my clients do. I help them figure out what it is that they want. It seems so easy. Like, what do you want? It's so complicated because of all the stuff in our brains, right? Our mindsets, the stories that we, we bring, our cultural programming, the stories of what people have told us is possible for ourselves, except this is what's possible for you. And you have inspiration for what you want for your life, right? There's something that's guiding you inside. And when you get brave enough to be clear about what you want and you pursue it, you set yourself up to achieve it or you ask for it, then that's where the shitstorm happens. And what the shitstorm's all about is it's protection from disappointment. So here's what happens. My clients will say to me, Corinne, here's what I want, but I know I won't get it. It's all in one breath. It's almost one sentence that they try to do it here. I want this, but Oh, just let you know, I won't get it. So I won't be too big, too much. Let me play small. And I'm like, wait a second. What is it that you want? And why are we going there? The answer is always, well, I don't want to be disappointed. And I've seen this not only happen, not just with my clients, but with the aqua monsters, with athletes where They don't want to be disappointed. They don't want to go through the grueling task of going to all the practices, doing the morning practices, putting themselves out there, pushing themselves physically and emotionally and mentally, and then not get the result that they want. So they hold back and practice or they skip a practice and say, it doesn't matter, or they don't take care of themselves because they don't want to go all in and then not get the result that they want. They don't want to be disappointed. The problem is what is the relationship they're creating with themselves along the way in the pursuit of their goal. So whether it's an athletic achievement, a professional goal, or a personal goal, that process of protecting yourself from disappointment is a huge cost to you. And we don't recognize it. We think we're justified in saying, but I'm doing this because I don't want to be disappointed. So here's some of the stories that I hear when I'm coaching my clients. I put down an offer on my house, but I know they won't accept it. This is what I asked for in my job negotiations, but I'll settle for what they originally offered me. What happens is they're trying to protect themselves from disappointment. It's like, oh, you know, let me dress rehearse the worst outcome. (laughs) 
because it takes courage. It takes a lot of courage to get clear on what you want. It takes a lot of courage to pursue what you want. It takes a lot of courage to believe you can have what you want. And they may be depleted, right? We all understand being depleted. We've just been through 2020, but they may be depleted. And then they go, oh, but this is what's going to happen. They've already decided the outcome that they don't want is going to happen. And this, my friend, is the space that we need to do some cleaning up. Because when you are brave enough to declare and pursue and ask for what you want, there's that next opening. And that's where vulnerability creeps in. And vulnerability feels like uncertainty, emotional exposure, and risk. It does not feel good. And remember, you've used all this courage. You've used your confidence, right? You used your clarity and you're getting more and more depleted. And then now here's vulnerability. And in this space, the untrained mindset goes into tragedy. The reason our mindset goes that way is your brain has a job to keep you alive. That's what your brain is functioned to do. Your brain is here to protect you. The amygdala, the fight, flight, or freeze, right? We have this response to keep us alive. And your brain knows if you don't get what you want, you're going to be disappointed. And so it does all this to protect you. So the idea behind it is great, except the problem is, is we wind up living in the swampland of shame or in fear or in turmoil. So while we're protecting ourselves from disappointment, (laughs) what do you do? You prepare yourself for disappointment. You think about all the horrible stories that can happen. I do it too. I get it. You tell yourself, oh, I'm, I'm wanting too much. So then you start to tell yourself, accept less, or you tell yourself you aren't deserving of this, or you can't really have what you want, or you're asking for too much and you must settle. But here's the thing, and this is really, really important. Until you know the answer to the situation, stop dress rehearsing tragedy. Stop it. Your brain wants to do it. I get it. It's hardwired to do it. This is where it's so important to manage your mindset. Stop it. Stop determining outcomes that you don't really want. The part of the process of getting clear about what you want is to know what your range is. What do you really, really want? And where's the risk? And where could you fail? And how do you mitigate that? And what is your range of what you want? What are your priorities of what you want? So you don't need to determine outcomes of what you don't want because you've already gotten clear about this as you've gone through the process of getting clarity on what you want and in the pursuit. Now, when you've asked for it and you've been clear about it, now's not the time to Monday morning quarterback on yourself and second guess yourself. So stop determining outcomes that you don't really want. Stop making decisions on what you will settle for. And the reason for this is that it's costly to you in the space of vulnerability, in the space of not knowing uncertainty, waiting for that time where you're going to get the information, whether it's the achievement, if you're an athlete and you want to make it, say in swimming, you want to make a certain time or you want to be able to qualify for a certain meet in that space in between here and then the future, don't be looking at what you don't want. It's exhausting. It's costly to you. And because you're afraid of disappointment at the time of your outcome, you start to let your brain go out and fire up the adrenaline. 
But when you do that, when you're so afraid of disappointment, when you are dress rehearsing tragedy, determining outcomes you don't really want, you're making decisions of what you would settle for, how do you really feel when you're thinking and dreaming about these outcomes? Complacent, defeated, anxious, frustrated, sad, angry? Is that what you really want to feel? We are so good at preparing for tragedy. I'm right there with you. I'm really, really good at that. And we believe that we can't cope with bad news. But here's the thing. I'm going to challenge that with you. Because we're all selling ourselves short when we say we can't cope with bad news. We are resilient. And if you need evidence, let's just look at 2020. We got through 2020. Was it hard? Yes. Was it something that none of us really foresaw? Absolutely. Did we make it through? Yes. So instead of feeling complacent, defeated, anxious, frustrated, sad, or angry, how do you want to feel after you have been brave and you've put yourself out there and you've asked for what you wanted, you've pursued it, you're practicing it, you're really wanting to achieve this? How do you want to feel in that process? That's what you want to focus on. And it does take courage. So you may need to take care of yourself in order to do that. When you pursue what you want, there are many outcomes. You either will get what you want, which would be awesome, but does open up another door. Let me just let you know that. It's really awesome. You get what you want. You're like, holy moly, and your mind gets blown. It's so fun. It's so fun. I've been working with so many clients who have been getting what they want and their mind's been getting blown, right? The other outcome is you don't get what you want, okay? Or something else. Maybe it's a longer time frame, or maybe you take a side journey, which takes you down the path of something even better. So in order to stay focused on what you want, it's important to understand the obstacle that burdens you. And our biggest fear is you don't get what you want and you'll be disappointed. So let's take a look at disappointment. Disappointment is not permanent. Disappointment is temporary. In this moment, you may think it's permanent, but it's temporary. And that's something that's really important to have that perspective. The next thing about disappointment is disappointment is a feeling. And it's a feeling that comes from the story you tell yourself. And remember, our stories are thoughts. And we need to really challenge them and question them and ask ourselves are they really true? Remember, often we're so afraid of feeling disappointed because we have a belief that it's going to last forever. But think how often you've been disappointed in your life and has it lasted forever or have you been able to let it go? So when we have these stories that dial up disappointment, here are some of them. If you need help recognizing them, some of the stories are, it's not possible for me. See, I can't have what I want. I'm not good enough. They don't value me. I'm not deserving. If you don't want to feel disappointed, it's really important that you recognize one, you get to choose what story you make the outcome mean. So if you pursue, you ask for what it is that you want and you don't get the outcome that you wanted, what do you make that mean? What's the story? Do you go back and say, I'm not good enough? Instead, you can tell yourself a better story and tell it to yourself over and over, it is possible for me, or I only need one, or I am good enough, 
I will find people work that values me. I value me. I am deserving. If not this, then something better. This is not the end of my story. That's what you can tell yourself when you feel disappointed. That's what you can tell yourself in the space of uncertainty. And you just keep telling yourself over and over, it is possible for me. It is possible for me. I only need one, one house. I only need one partner. I only need one job, right? Reminding ourselves what our truth is. So now that we've identified this obstacle of disappointment, and that's such the burden that we carry and we're in the pursuit of what we want, it's time to focus on creating what you want. So the first thing, remember I talked about how you need a lot of bravery. We must take care of ourselves, sleep, sleep, sleep. (laughs) My big practice too. Sleep, move, that helps your brain think better. Food, we must eat. (laughs) It's energy, right? Connection, so that you have the capacity to be brave, to have courage, right? To be able to focus on what you want. And you use this courage to help ground you day in and day out. And so you can stay focused on what you want instead of triggering the fear, which then ignites your adrenaline system, right? And you tell yourself over and over what you believe about yourself, no matter what, what your truth is, no matter what. And it goes back to some of those stories that I said to you earlier. It's possible for me. I only need one. Here's one that's great. Some Olympians have used. Why not me? Right? Tell yourself the story of what is possible for you. What is your truth, no matter what? And know that, hey, if not this, then something better. That's one of my favorites. If you do that, it's going to take a lot less energy than spinning with all these other possible outcomes. One of my clients uses empathy, which is perspective taking. And she asks herself when her brain starts to spin, what do I want to spend my time thinking about? What do I not need to spend my time thinking about? Hint, that's the dress rehearsing tragedy. It's the worst possible outcomes. It's the things you don't want to have. It's the settling. You don't need to spend time thinking about that. And until the decision or the outcome is made, there's no need to think about the alternatives. Stop planning for plan B and making a really crappy plan B plan. Because remember, when you were in the stage of thinking about what it was you wanted, you had that clarity. You knew what your range was. You don't need to go there. You can always pivot. I'm constantly reminding my clients, go after what you want. You can pivot. We are agile. We pivoted in 2020. Remember, an anchor thought that I love, and I used to always go, this isn't possible, or I'm the loser from loser street, which just becomes a shame storm, right? But This is a great thought that I really use and I call it an anchor thought to help me have grounded confidence. It's like, if not this, then something better. Another one that I really have liked and adapted, you know, in the last few months is this may be the end of the chapter. It's not the end of the story. And I pull from stories of people who have fallen down, who have pursued what they wanted and may not have gotten it but eventually did. So, you know, very famous stories, Michael Jordan tried out for his high school basketball team as a freshman. He was cut. That didn't stop him. That wasn't the end of his story. That was the end of that chapter. Stacey Abrams ran for governor in 2018. She didn't get elected. There were some voting issues. She solved that problem by getting people registered to vote. She was one of several women who were fundamental in the national election back in November. 
right? And then eventually they swung the state in the Senate. It wasn't the end of her story. President Biden ran for president in 1988. 33 years later, he is our president of the United States. We think our disappointment is forever. It's temporary. We think that this outcome will define us forever. It's a chapter in our story. It's not the defining story. So for those of you, which is most of us, who are afraid to be disappointed when you're in the pursuit of going after what you want, it's important to understand that obstacle. Disappointment is a feeling. It comes from the stories that we tell ourselves. Disappointment is not permanent. It is temporary. It's an obstacle. And we may get what we actually want. We may not get what we want. But if you don't get what you want, it's not the end of your story, right? If not that, then something better. Maybe you take a longer path. I've seen this happen with my clients. They may have not gotten the career, you know, result that they wanted in that moment. And it was devastating and hard. And I can't tell you how many of my clients this year in the last three months, four months have gotten some of their rewards of things that they wanted. It just took longer than they thought, or it happened in different companies, or it happened in different relationships, right? We can have what we want. The path may look different than we thought it was going to look. So it takes awareness to really know what you really, really, really want. It takes courage to ask for it or pursue it. And you may or may not get it. And we know how to handle disappointment. It's a feeling and we can overcome it. And the question is, how do you want to spend your time when you're in a place of uncertainty? Do you want to roll around in dress rehearsing tragedy, freaking out, finding evidence of how it's not possible for you, telling yourself over and over and over again that it won't happen? Do you want to be exhausted before you even know what the answer is? We want to be rested when the answer happens. We want to be, you know, grounded so that we can then have the courage to move forward with getting what we want because that takes courage. (laughs) I guess that's bad news for you all, but there's constant courage to live this thing called life or to be able to pivot, right? We need to be able to be fully full, our capacity that we have the agility and the resilience to continue to move forward. So we can freak out, find evidence of what's not possible, tell ourselves over and over that it won't happen, be exhausted, or you can enjoy your life while you're in this place of uncertainty. Learning how to enjoy life in uncertainty is a skill set. I am still practicing. I was the queen of certainty and I am practicing. And the more and more comfortable I can get with that, the more and more grounded and resilient I am. The more grounded confidence I have, the more resilient I am. And the same with my clients and my athletes. The other thing that can happen is you get to be present with your life. Look around. We have so much to be grateful for. And we can be going through hard things all in the same day. And you can be calm during this time of uncertainty, right? Knowing that there's stuff that's out of your control, but being calm right now and the pursuit of what you want. And finally, the thing that I think is so fantastic is having grounded confidence in yourself and your life, 
knowing you're resilient and you can figure things out, knowing that, that is empowerment. So I invite you, while you're pursuing what it is that you want, while you're pursuing it, you're working to achieve it, you're negotiating it, there's always going to be this tension. Will I get it? Will I not? Focus on what you want. Focus on what you want the outcome to be without holding on, grasping to it, just focusing on this is what I want. Stay focused on that. And when the outcome comes up, then you can determine, do I pivot? And if you get the outcome you want, you must celebrate it. You must feel the joy because oftentimes I can't tell you how often it's so often my clients will get what they want. And then they'll say, well, this is crazy. It's ridiculous. It's too much. And I'm like, wait a second. This is what you wanted. Celebrate it. It's not crazy. Enjoy it. Fill yourself up because there's going to be days out there that are going to be hard and that you're going to need to have this fuel of, I got what I wanted. I pursued it. Yay me. So really being able to enjoy the good takes courage. Being able to stay focused takes courage. And being able to feel the disappointment and move through it takes courage. We have a lot of courage over here, (laughs) but I know you can do it. So be hopeful, stay focused on what you want. Know that you can handle disappointment. We've all faced a lot of disappointment. We may not want to anymore, but disappointment is an emotion and it's temporary and we are resilient and strong and we can continue to pursue what we want. And if anything, I invite you to remind yourself with this, if not this, then something better in What I want from you, my invitation for you is share with me, DM me your story. Go to Instagram at Karen Modokaitis. We'll have a link in the show notes and DM me your story. Tell me a time of, if not this, then something better, right? We so think we have to have this. And sometimes if not this, then something better. All right, go after what you want, pursue it and disappointment isn't forever. Hey there, before we go, I have a question for you. Have you subscribed to the show yet? This is an awesome opportunity for you to preserve your brain juice. I love the fact that I can subscribe to podcasts and television shows and they go straight to my iPhone or they go straight to my DVR and then I don't have to worry of, oh no, especially with television shows. Did I hit record? Is it going to be there? Or now do I have to watch it on demand and go through all the commercials? So go and hit the subscribe button. There's a link in the show notes and that will ensure you that you never miss a show and you can also save your brain juice for other things in your life. There's way more important things, but you and I will still be connected because the show will be waiting for you in your phone. Go to the link in the show notes, subscribe to the show so you can automatically get all the shows to your phone. I'm smiling big for you.